The time has come to get ready for the 2022 World Cup. And what better way to prepare than by revisiting the World Cup's most amazing goals? I'm Brian Phillips. I'm making a podcast about the history of the Men's World Cup, told through the stories of 22 iconic goals. The show's called 22 Goals. It's out now on the Ringer Podcast Network, and we're having so much fun. It's the Ringer Gambling Show, presented by FanDuel. The road to the NBA Finals starts now, and FanDuel is the best place to get in on the action. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Quick Bets, which are back, and better than ever for the NBA playoffs on FanDuel. Find what you're looking for faster and easier with more props right at your fingertips. You can check out live bets like 3-Minute Markets and exclusive live bets like quarter player props, player assist combos, and more. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus, 18 plus, and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100-GAMBLER. Visit rg-help.com. Oh, baby, it is a Monday Night Football preview. Raheem Palmer, John Zyskensky, right after Week 12 across the board in the NFL. And Raheem, before we get to the Steelers and the Colts, I'm not going to lie, bro. Thanksgiving was kind of cruel to me. The Patriots was cruel. Your Cowboys and the result with the missed field goal and the backdoor cover, that was super cruel. But as far as a Sunday goes, Raheem, Maybe it's because I'm down in South Florida and I got a little extra sun. I'm feeling a little extra glow. I, I felt like I was on fire yesterday. I know you could say the same thing. Yeah, I mean, like when you look at the Cincinnati Bengals, they got it done for us. Uh, I mean, it just it was a great Sunday. I mean, like the Bengals were my big pick of the day, and I, I just I just felt like this Titans team was just so fraudulent. And you know, when you have a team who is seven and three with a point differential of plus eight, like at, at some point they have to come back down to earth. Uh, you know, they got it done. The Commanders got it done. Uh, it was just a great Sunday. I mean, even the Jets. The Jets, I mean, that that was the pick of the week because... Oh, I love the Jets, dude. I had the Jets every which way imaginable. And I didn't even care, Raheem, when the line got to six and a half or seven. You're hearing about Trevor Simeon. You know about the issues with the Chicago Bears defense. And it just goes to show you how inept and how pathetic Zach Wilson was as a quarterback that Mike White, and I know it's the Bears, and I don't want to get nuts because they're going to play some tougher defenses coming up, but he ran the offense. He got the playmakers the ball. He made plays. Uh, I'm glad that you were on the Jets. And, dude, I told you on East Coast Bias, I'm glad that you were on board. That line with the Bengals and the Titans told you all you needed to know. Didn't it? Like, the Titans were red hot. Mike Vrabel at home. They were one-and-a-half to a a two-and-a-half point dog against Cincinnati. Raheem, it was like the Cowboy-Viking game from two weeks ago. That's exactly what it was. I mean, when you have a team who is just, they're they're winning every week and they're only laying one and a half at home, it says it all. (laughs) Yeah, and that was a no-brainer for us. I'm glad that you ended up cashing with the Jets, cashing with the Cincinnati Bengals. I had to sweat out the Jacksonville Jaguars yesterday. That, my friend, was a roller coaster ride. I mean, you have the, the, the end of the game with Baltimore getting the long Deshaun Jackson play. I'm trying to figure out the math. Can they can they kick a field goal? Can they run out the clock? No, they score a touchdown. 
They get the two-point conversion. And then when Jacksonville scores, I'm like, come on, Doug. Don't do this to me. Don't kick the extra point. Just end it right now at overtime. At three and seven, he says, yo, baby, I'm going for two. And they win the game. Again, Raheem, by the way, you, the Ravens yucking up a big lead. It is amazing with that team, dude. Yeah, absolutely amazing. You know, when I was watching that game, I was like, you know what? If the Jags score, they're going to go for two. And I kind of wanted to take some live, but I just don't. I, I don't know if I want to risk my money on a team going for two, but I thought it was a great play. I mean, we had two teams actually went on two-point conversions yesterday. I mean, you look at the Chargers. They came back, went for two late, and got the win. So I, I think it's a positive expectation expected value proposition. If you're going to score for score late in the game, you got to go for two. Go for the win. No, don't take it to overtime. So I like seeing that. Uh, especially when you got all the momentum in the world and the LA Chargers had that. Uh, they got the ball at midfield. They got three consecutive three and outs against Arizona. And that was one of those games where the Chargers may have won, but Arizona found a way to cover, which we love to see. Um, the other one I wanted to mention to you, as far as a fishy line standpoint, nailed the Raider Seahawks game, dude. That was a great call by you because when I thought about Seattle early in the week, I'm like, man, that line at three and a half seems too good to be true. And sure enough, yeah, I mean, it appears that Geno was just coming back down to earth. (laughs) Well, and that Seattle defense got torched. I think Josh Josh Jacobs just ran for another 45 yards. Yeah, I mean, we just, that, it almost reminded me of Bo Jackson Back at the kingdom. I mean, that that last run was just, I mean, it was it was amazing. I wish he had ran through the tunnel like Bo Jackson did back in the day, but it, it was great to see it. Just, I mean, at some point, Gino, I mean, Gino was playing above his head. And I, I love Gino, but I mean, he had some costly interceptions. Even like to me, like you look at how um Derek Carr played, he had two turnovers to start the game. And it looked like Seattle was gonna run away with it. But they just battled back because that Seattle defense just isn't good. Okay. Three teams, two spots in the NFC for the playoffs. Commanders, Giants, Seattle. Who do you think is going to be the odd team out? I'm going to go with, I have to say the Giants. Like I, I just think the Giants, to me, they're hanging on by a thread at this point. And, They've had some injuries. They've been one of the luckiest teams in the NFL. So I have to say them as far as being one of the odd teams out. I mean, Seattle hasn't inspired much confidence, but I, I think they can they can run the ball a little bit better than the Giants right now. Um, they have some weapons. I, I just, the Giants to me, like, I would love to see them make it because obviously I do have giant futures on the Giants to make the playoffs, futures on the Giants to win the NFC East, which is dead. But I, I don't know if it's going to happen. Yeah, and their schedule is absolutely brutal. And we'll get into this tomorrow when we do East Coast Bias. The slate of games was pretty awful this Sunday as a whole. The slate of games coming up this coming Sunday, Jets, Vikings, Giants, Commanders, Titans, Eagles, Dolphins, 49ers, Chiefs, Bengals. Raheem, there are some fun, juicy, sizzling games that will be on the week 13 agenda, my man. I am looking forward to them. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it as well. I mean, look, I mean, I think next week we we got the Commanders versus the Giants. I, I, that's going to be a lot of fun. And, and we get, we got that a couple times. So I'm excited to see that. We we got the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Bengals. They played two great games last week, so last year. So I'm excited for next week. And then you have the student versus the teacher, Mike McDaniel and Kyle Shanahan, which is 
a game that shouldn't be buried at 4 o'clock. Uh, the network's obsessed over the Dallas Cowboys. What else is new? All right, bro. It's Monday night. You know what that means. We got to get to our Monday night football play. And I have a feeling we are going to be a united front because you talked about this game earlier in the week. I included this game as one of my Circa 5 contest plays. So there is a lot on the line for me as I'm trying to keep on keeping on in that particular contest. But Raheem, I love the Pittsburgh Steelers today. I got them at two and a half. I look at this game and I see this. A Colt team that, yes, has played well for Jeff Saturday. But my narrative and my theory on these interim coaches is always, okay, they get a bump first week. They get a bump the second week. Then when you get to that third, that fourth, that fifth game, reality can start to set in for a team that really doesn't have a whole lot to play for. The Colts don't have any shot of making the postseason. You could say the same about the Steelers, but they're a younger team. You put Kenny Pickett in there, a quarterback, he's gotten better. And that defense with TJ Watt running after Matt Ryan like crazy, I just think the Steeler pass rush is going to be too much. And I love the fact that we're both going to be on the Steelers today. So two and a half, has your confidence increased or decreased from the last conversation we had on Tuesday? That's what I want to know. I'll say it's about the same. I mean, maybe it's increased a little bit. I mean, we're seeing this line come down to there's some twos in the market. So obviously we all know Mike Tomlin's record as our underdog, 39-17, 70% from week five forward, including 17-4 and against the spread. Um, recently, so he's 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 lost the last two, but I really like the, the the Steelers in this spot. I just I just think when you look at this Colts offensive line and you look at the quarterback, Matt Ryan's a statue, and this offensive line is just twenty eighth in adjusted sack rate, dead last in sacks taken. TJ TJ Watt is back. Like Matt Ryan's not going to be able to move around with with TJ Watt in the vicinity. So I, I really like the Steelers in this spot. Looking to get more out of this NFL season? Well, now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's free bets bet if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from money line to touchdown scores to over-under yards. Can include core markets, spread, money line, total, player props, passing, receiving, rushing yards, and touchdown scores, and so many more exclusive bets like both teams to complete their first pass attempt. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. FanDuel is now live in Maryland. Marylanders, make sure you get in on the action also with great offers, boosts, just for you. So don't miss the chance to get on your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in free bets when you join FanDuel with promo code GAMBLERS. That's the promo code GAMBLERS. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 21 and up in select states, first online real money wager only. Refund is issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expire 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG. Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 533-42. Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat if you're in Connecticut. 
Indiana, 1-800-9-WITHIN, Kansas, 1-800-522-4700, or visit ksgamblinghelp.com, Louisiana, 1-877-770-STOP, Maryland, mdgamblinghelp.org, New York, 1-877-8-HOPE-NEW YORK, or text HOPE NEW YORK, Wyoming, 1-800-522-4700, or if you're in West Virginia, 1-800-GAMBLER.net. Raheem, doesn't this strike you as an under type of game with the Steelers or what they can do on the defensive line? Uh, and on the other side, the Steelers are kind of limited with what they can do offensively. I know Pickett played pretty well for three quarters against Cincinnati, but you saw it in that fourth quarter. The Bengals really stiffened up their defense. The Steelers really couldn't get much going. I see this total at 39 and a half. This just reeks of a 17-13, a 17-9 type of game. Dude, I expect it to be low scoring, super low scoring. Yeah, I I expect the same thing. I'm just, I'm not expecting a ton of points just because I I just don't, I don't see how Indianapolis is going to score a ton on this defense uh, with that defensive line. And then the Steelers, I mean, we all know that they've had their struggles offensively. Now they, they kind of lit it on fire last week, but I, I think that was just a, a a bit of an anomaly. I mean, you're playing a division opponent. You know you got to score um, to keep up with Joe Burrow, but I, I agree with you. I, I like this under. Yeah, and listen, two and a half, I think they're a great teaser leg. If you want to take the Steelers and bring them up, be my guest. You want to put the Steelers on a money line, go ahead, be my guest. And two guys I'm looking at from a prop standpoint, George Pickens, and I'm looking at Michael Pittman Jr. I tell you, you got to get involved in the prop market for one of those two wide receivers that I will be dabbling in. I think they're both going to have big days. You you have a better feel for one of the two, or are you laying off both of those bad boys? I, I think I would go with Pittman. I, I just I just I just think he's the guy over there. Um, so I mean, I think that's that's where I would lean. But I don't have too much of an opinion as, as far as their props today, just because I'm I'm kind of looking. I mean, we said we like the under. So it's kind of hard for me to kind of go over on any of these receiving yards um, just based on how we feel about it. I mean, I do think this could be a, a punt fest, but if I had to go with somebody, I would go with Pittman. Fair enough. And he has had a good connection since Matt Ryan has returned as quarterback and he's put up numbers basically only when Matt Ryan has played. Um, you like the Steelers, as do I. You like the under. Better feel for the Steelers tonight or the total? I like the Steelers. I, I just, I, I want to take them... Um, every which way. I mean, you look at this Coast team. They haven't faced too many defenses which are, you know, top 10 in um, EPA per play. And I, I just think with the Steelers, the way they blitz and Matt Ryan being a statue and his his struggles against the blitz and, you know, that offensive line struggles. I really like the Steelers in this matchup. And I, I think you got to take them every which way. You take them um, with the two and a half. You, if you can get a cheap buy up to three, you do that. If you go into the live market, you can find a three there. If you can tease it to um, key, cross off those key numbers of three and seven, I think you're in a good spot. But um, I do like that under as well. Well, it's a united front across the board. Raheem Palmer and John Zestrevsky are rolling with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Plus two and a half. Take them on the money line. Tease them up. We like the title too, but I'm right there with you, Raheem. I like the Steelers that much more. All right, buddy. Tomorrow, it is a loaded East Coast bias. There's so much NFL to get to. Um might even dabble into these championship games if that suits your fancy for Saturday, mix in some NBA like we always do when House will be with us, of course. Uh, I hope your Thanksgiving was good out in Vegas, by the way, Raheem. I hope it was stellar. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was 
it was pretty good. Um, I didn't get to make it home to Philly, but I mean, make it home to Philly for Christmas. But I had a really good, um, I had a good Thanksgiving dinner. Only thing that ruined it was the Patriots. But, you know, I, had, I replaced the turkey with the duck. I had some rice. I had some broccoli. So we ate really good. <laughs> well, that sounds like a quality meal. We didn't like losing those tickets on Thursday, but we made up for it in a big way with the card on Sunday. We're back for East Coast Bias tomorrow. Good job by Stefan. For Raheem Palmer and John Zustremski, boys signing off. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Be good, everybody.